0: All right, we're going to start the process of transferring, I believe, tape four of Saturday, May 11th, year 2013.
1: Right.
2: I know, that was the reason I I told it. Starring Lucille Ball, James Craig. Do you know an actor yeah. by the name of James? Yeah, a, really?
0: character, a character actor, yeah. Nothing nothing stands out, but I know the name.
2: Okay, he's the one she's hanging on to. You know, little little girl. <laughs> um, James Craig. Sir Cedric Hardwick yeah. was in it. Dean Jagger, yeah. I recognize that name. Peter yeah. Whitney, do nope. you recognize that? That's the new one on me. Billy Gilbert?
0: Yes, I know the name.
2: Tom Tyler? No. And Antonio Marino.
0: I don't know that don't one either. Uh-huh.
2: So there she is, on the cover, top billing, Valley of the Sun, Lucille Ball,
1: 1942.
2: She was a busy lady. Oh, yeah. She was a busy lady. So if you would like the Lucille Ball, it will be $9 plus tax. It ends tomorrow. The auction ends tomorrow, so it might go up a little bit
0: past
2: $9. It would probably come out to like $20.
0: Right.
2: You can have a Lucille Ball cowboy poster, which doesn't really have a cowboy. I mean, there's no cowboy hat and there's no horse. You can't have a cowboy movie without a horse and a hat, especially. So somebody got robbed on that one. But i got to tell you.
0: Would Patricia ever ever wear a cowboy hat? No. (laughs) I don't think so. Well, no, I don't think so. I don't think so.
2: If hats were fashionable, I would gladly participate. I think hats are just really neat. They're they're kind of, it's like jewelry. It's a finishing touch. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, you get into these. ...British animals that stick out beyond the car hood. Um, the Brits really know how
0: to do hats. Did you... Seriously. Speaking of jewelry, did you see the story about the engagement ring? ...and the football no. player? Ooh,
2: I heard
0: something. No. He, what was, he was a football player who played for Houston. uh uh-huh. He gave his girlfriend an engagement ring. Yeah. 10 carats you get lettuce with that? Value <laughs> <laughs> $787,000. Okay. And she broke, she broke off the engagement. And the so, didn't give back the so, ring. So he, doesn't wanna, so he sued her for to get, get back the ring.
2: Well, I hope he has a lawyer who managed to mention that every time it's been tried, the girl got to keep
0: the ring. And they started to do research. Every state has every state has different laws. Uh, oh,
2: I hope he's in the right state.
0: <laughs> and I guess some states the the girl gets to keep it no matter what, and some states the girl must return it, and others is up for grabs.
2: Wow, I'm surprised at the must return it. The states uh, and the cases that I have read about, and Mm -hmm. certainly, I mean, it's it's not like I spend my time looking at who had to give back engagement rings, but they were considered gifts. And a gift, you're not obligated to give back. Morally, it it is the right thing to do, but they weren't obligated because it was a gift. It'll be interesting
0: to see how this plays uh, out. Would 10 carat be pretty good size? 10 carat, you'd need a wheelbarrow to get that one around. (laughs) Hello there, you're on the air.
3: Yeah, is this Tradio? My, my
1: sponsor
3: <laughs> is Hardin's uh, I got two sets of, uh, I got two tires out here I'll, I'll sell for $25. Got a dining room set I'll let go for $50.
0: Uh, I got
3: a lawnmower that's uh, got one wheel off. I, I'll let it go for 25 and uh, And, and uh, you can reach me at... Uh, uh, seven
0: three eight uh three four four four. Are they still doing trading radio? Do what? Are they still doing that format? You got it they right. They are. That's, I've that's never three. heard it. Oh. Where can I hear it? Oh, it's never it's the radio. It it yeah local community the local small radio station. J- you can put up your own wants that I got or I need and they give out their phone numbers. Oh, that's oh there.
3: They're, uh, you you there, I know of at least two stations that do tradeo, sometimes twice a day, uh-huh. like that.
2: Oh, my word. We're talking with Dan in Indiana, horse country, and
0: this is amazing. I mean, people really do this. They put their phone numbers down. Oh, oh, my God. They write it down so if somebody says, Who, what was the person they looking up for? Oh, it was Henry. yeah, his phone number. Oh, my
2: word in this age not, of you
0: crazy people hold anything on Tradio.
3: there are two stations here that that do Tradio um in two different communities and, and they'll have a list of sponsors and they'll read off the sponsors and you pick a sponsor and and you uh call in and you put up what you have for sale and you give out your phone number and um you yeah. know they, they read a disclaimer and they say you know we are not responsible for anything that yep. That goes, you know, out over the airwaves, you know, we're not responsible for content uh, or anything like that, but, oh, it's popular.
0: Well, what they do now here, the local real estate agent will, put, will be willing to put together an ad in the newspaper, and we'll have major garage sales. Like the community garage sale, but sponsored by the local real estate agent, and she'll put the ad in the paper form. And then that's where people, it, so I guess that's our version of
2: well, I can deal with that. You don't have your own personal phone number being broadcast
0: over. Good grief. Boy, that's well, again, scary. Well, have you ever bought anything on trading radio or sold anything?
3: I have not or not. I've never, but, you know, I remember years ago we had things that we would sell on trading. Oh, I mean, you know, my, you know. It's not just not that uncommon here. You know, like I said, it's very popular and you've got, you, I mean, that's just something that's quite common here.
2: So if I do a quickie internet search, I should be able to find an internet radio station that does that.
0: Most likely, but there's probably, uh, probably tons of them all over the country that are still doing it. My word.
2: Not my here. word. I mean, this is an invitation. If you're a predator, please come to my address. Here's my phone number. Are these yeah. people nuts?
3: That's right. See, we've got a whole new
2: ring in this
3: place here now.
2: Man, I'm glad I don't get out more. Yeah. I keep saying I need to get out more. I don't think so. In, in I think I'm fine.
3: Right here. See, Bill Bragg in this internet radio
2: radio.
0: Uh, yeah, a new format change. That's wow! Right. That's right. Boy,
2: is that scary! Yes. Well,
0: no, and and people
2: scary. just do it. Huh? And and people just do it. Unreal.
3: People just. Well, unreal. hi, Dan. How are you? I'm doing fine. Hang on, just one second
0: here. This is the uh, this is the Trader Radio Network, sponsored by Dan Bay here on Yesterday USA.
2: Tradio. So, That's I, Oh man, this is so cool. I'm gonna find something new for my ears. I will
3: have to. Usually it's about 10 a.m. and I'll have to send you a link to uh, help the station. To
2: in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> Was that an a.m. I, I heard? I wonder I've never heard. Like, this stuff.
3: If you find something you really like, uh, call in and. Purchase it, and then um, and
0: you'll you'll just have to have them send. It I mean, let's face it, Patricia. You were intrigued with just the USA because have a radio auction. Whoever's heard of a radio auction before?
2: Yeah. Well, okay. Here's one. All here's right. one. Um, I don't know where it is. W F L Q. So it's east of the Mississippi, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: WFLQ okay. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, beginning at 1:06 p.m. But it really? doesn't say what. Well, uh, still, I, I mean, the worst that it could be is 12, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Lake Region Tradio, 9 a.m. Well, crossing you right off my list. <laughs> um, uh, uh, six days a week. Six days a week. This is good. Classic communications. Let's see what this one is. Woodward Radio. Buy, sell, and trade. 9.05 to 10 a.m. Get out of here. <laughs> really? I mean, look at this people. Oh, my goodness. They've got business cards and everything all over the place. Tradio rules. We welcome anyone who has non-commercial items to buy, sell, swap, trade. What's the difference between swap and
3: trade? Uh, Is there a difference? Now, now, some people will say, well, I'll take uh, uh, two tires or um, a lawnmower or something like that. You would just swap.
0: I think a swap is
2: more high class. And I would think a trade is more high class than swap. What do you think, Dan.
3: Oh, I, I don't know. I,
2: I'm just, I'm Look, just amazed I'm freaking you out with trading. <laughs> I'm, I'm so freaked out here. You're right. I mean, when, when you get to the point where you... i
3: not about knowing about trade-o.
2: Isn't this amazing? How did this get past me for my entire life? I mean, when, you, when you're putting <clears throat> putting
0: out two flat tires for trade or sell, who cares if it's swap or trade, you know? Can, can you imagine how this would have gone in the heyday of New York City? Trade, tra- trading radio, that would have been interesting, huh? I'll bet during World War II it would have been a big hit. Right, but I'm getting with the New York culture today, can you imagine the uh, ads? Wow. We're, just, we're, we're trusting
3: souls out here in the country, but <laughs> I, I think you can tune in WSLM at Ten o'clock and at one o'clock and tune in to Tradio and I think W M M G you can probably tune in at ten o'clock in the morning and do tradeo for
1: Would
2: be- you before at- an hour. It's just so amazing. <laughs> all right, six days a week. They've got this this is a uh, KWFX. That's out by you
0: guys all yeah, right? right. Uh, uh Path Mississippi, yeah.
2: Okay, so that's on the other side. So when they tell me it starts at like 9 o'clock in the morning, maybe I'm safe anyway, right? (laughs) Okay, so these are the rules. It says Tradio Rules in big big capital letters. We welcome anyone who has non-commercial items to buy, sell, swap, trade, or give away to call this show. We welcome anyone to call this show. They need... A grammar lesson. Okay. (laughs) This is a forum for listeners of 100.1 KWFX. So this is an FM station. And not to be used out of our listening area. Hmm. How would they know? (laughs) Due to the popularity of the show, please limit your calls to no more than twice a week and no more than three items per call. How popular it is? I mean, how? Oh dear.
3: <laughs> so, are we doing? Are we going to start doing tradio in the two o'clock hour?
0: Why? Well, Why not? you <laughs> have? Why not? <laughs> what have you got to what trade? Got? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's see here. What do I have?
2: What, what have you got to trade tonight, Dan? We'll find. We'll find a taker.
3: I got a weed eater. I could... We dinner, okay. For about fifteen bucks.
2: Okay. Goats are really in this week. They they hired goats <laughs> for Chicago. <laughs> this is no joke. All of them, They've got a flock of goats eating grass at, at Chicago's O'Hare Airport.
0: <laughs> no kidding.
2: They were well. They've done it in several places around the world. It costs so much to maintain the grass in the summertime during yeah. the rainy seasons. Yeah. yeah. And they had crews out there, and they've got insurance on trucks and equipment and. They got goats. The goats are eating the grass. Well, that's
0: nothing na- to... like having a natural garbage disposal. I guess. I mean, why not? They got built-in fertilizer. The grass grows. <laughs> the
2: goats eat. The goats fertilize. The grass grows. The goats eat. It's a nice very,
0: cycle. Very natural. I don't know how they keep them off the runway though. Is that called? Is that called being green? Going green? That's going green. <laughs> that's going green.
3: <laughs> well, yes. Cycle life, I believe.
2: <laughs> This is amazing.
3: Well, I thought you were peddling your posters. Well, I, heard, I yeah. woke up uh, and heard, you I'll take $9 for Lucille ball
2: poster. Okay. Oh, gosh, and I'll put 12 down on 62 red, please. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I understand the the comment. I didn't know what you were talking about when you said, is this tradio? I said, what, what? I thought maybe my ears were not working again. It's I the spirit like of the
3: business. West. I thought, hmm?
0: well, this must be mm-hmm. I guess so. You weren't expecting that when you tuned into Yesterday USA, were you, Dan?
3: Well, I tell you, I thought you were just breaking format completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And little did I know that she didn't know anything about the format.
2: I'm, I don't know from nothing. <laughs> I don't know from nothing. Is Oklahoma. On the other side of the Mississippi?
0: Yes, yeah, over in the west.
2: Okay, I've got a business card on this site from Oklahoma, so that's probably where the site originates. Um, this is just amazing. Okay, what do you want to say? Do you really have a weed eater?
3: <laughs> yeah, I've got an extra weed eater. It's Is that surprising, right? What's
0: shipping, what shipping and handling you going to be on that, Dan? Oh, gosh,
3: shipping and handling. I'm not sure how much oats are now for the express there but <laughs> oh it probably i'd say i'd let skip it for about 10
0: bucks okay yeah so. you, you need a weed eater patricia
2: um no,
0: no. <clears throat> i'll buy a goat
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in an apartment so i don't i don't need one of those things all right i've got location in Gainesville.
0: Florida, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, about five hours from me, so that's not too bad. Um, Westchester Gold, let's see. Tradio, Westchester Gold and Diamonds. Oh, that's in my backyard, Port Charlotte. That's not very far from me. Gold and Diamonds, that's a little out of my league. The, it, the station is close by, but that's a little out of my league, Gold and Diamonds. Um I'm I think we've
3: hooked her on. I think we her on Tradio here.
2: I think this is a I, new. Is, I, is, I did not ever hear of this before,
0: Walter. I just didn't. I can ever just hear. Of this I can before. just. I can just see this being a future chapter two on the Friday Night Awful Show as it's Trading Radio by Patricia. It's gonna be worth. Look at
2: this. Okay, well they've got a whole website here with stuff for sale, and there are three columns: for sale, looking for, and free. An awful lot of puppies on the free list. Oh. Lost and found. Bet you got puppies on that one too. And then um, the for sale is very long. Let's see. Baby geese. A Johnson outboard motor.
3: Now, see, you need one of those. You're down there around all that water.
2: Yeah. All right. A Stevens Model three twenty twelve Gauge Home Defense Tactical Shotgun. <laughs> Well, that's a description and a half, you know. Um, Always popular. An inline muzzle loader that comes with a scope and ramrod. All black, very nice, used. (laughs) (laughs) This is great stuff. Oh, a new bench bass. This one's hard to say. A new bench bass boat seat. Oh. that's cool uh-huh. a blonde dresser nothing about the blonde coming with it <laughs> 17 horsepower john deere lawn tractor
3: see those are always handy
2: yeah you know i mean you own a big house you can oh, always ride one of these to the other side oh <laughs> here we go a 45 gallon fish tank with stand and all accessories
0: I guess included. that doesn't include the fish. Does that I, include water? I don't think it includes the fish either. 45 gallon, that, we could go swimming in that, couldn't we? Uh, maybe you could, but I couldn't. <laughs> I don't
2: swim. So, no. All right, let's see. What? what oh, my gosh, we've got a lot of guns. Oh, two female guinea pigs with large cage and accessories. <laughs> This is just fabulous. A 175-gallon plastic water tank used. Now, what would you use a plastic water tank for?
3: Well, watering cattle. What else
0: would
2: you use it for? Oh, is that for true?
0: Got to be that kind of deal. All right, here's,
2: here's an 1840 hired man's bed. Made of spools. Now I know what they're talking about. I have seen these things. All slats are included with the bed. Two hundred dollars. Now, if that's in good shape, that's a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. That's a okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they have they have line breaks well, in critical places here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's a ten-month-old full-blooded male for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's a Yorkie. It's a dog. Um, we we need to work on our line breaks here. Oh my! This is so much fun. A toolbox for a pickup truck. My goodness! A 2000 year 2000 Chrysler Sebring. How much is a Chrysler Sebring? Uh,
3: i about two grand. Hmm. Value on, yeah, that's about two grand on
2: something like that. It says, says 2,500. Leather seats, power windows, locks. That's good. Everything should come with locks. Seat, a top, and then an, and an added comment. Top works great and do not leak. D o e. Do not leak. This is such cool stuff. A collectible Remington Model 580 22-caliber smoothbore what? I guess, I, you know, stupid me. I saw Remington. I thought they were talking about a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not a typewriter. $550 for a collectible Remington smoothbore. I guess 22-caliber. That is that a gun? I mean, would that's that be a, a hand? That's that, a handgun? That's a pretty
0: it's good, good typewriter. It's not writer.
2: a rifle. It's a handgun, yes?
0: Pretty good fighter. I don't know.
2: Is Dan is it a rifle or a handgun?
3: I believe for, I, for what they call it, I think it's a rifle. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah, because underneath it, it is um, a Winchester single shot, 12 gauge. <laughs> oh my goodness! Which is that? Uh, what
3: really needs a nice shotgun?
2: Oh, we've only got five giant Flemish rabbits left. Have you ever oh, seen a picture of a giant Flemish rabbit? Nope. Oh my oh, God, there. the thing is. Yeah, the thing is as big as a kangaroo. <laughs> they're huge. They really are big. When they say giant, they really mean it.
0: You ain't bugs. Are they giant whatever?
2: Bugs? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, no.
0: They're. So. they're
3: that, that'd be something you put in your yard. Probably more geared for, you know, uh, eating grass, and uh, probably be kinder than a goat.
2: Do
0: they do they, they they come with shadows You can ride them around for exercise? Boy, oh boy! Some of these
2: bunnies I have seen, indeed, they could be attack bunnies. Mm. They
3: come up to about your knee height.
2: Holy but, cow! Oh, they're um, big. They are big, and I guess they're they're they've got nice temperaments. But even cute little fluffy stuff sometimes has ferocious, you know. Well, you know what? I mean, this list is just so huge. I wish computer desk with cherry hutch $40. Welder weight. What's a welder weight? A welder weight set. Okay, I got it. And a male chihuahua right next door.
3: Oh, I I'm, damn, I just... I'm so glad I've sent you into tradeo. I
0: know you have. I
2: mean, this is just incredible. And they and they print these. All right, let's see a public service of Q100 wherever that is. Who's your hills? There you go. Hey, where oh, where is that's French?
3: That's French Lick. That's right up the road here.
2: I was just going to, they said French Lick, Indiana. How about that? I got one of yours. Okay. So it's broadcast Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, beginning at one oh six p.m. Are you, you're not, where are you, Eastern or Central Time?
3: Uh, I'm on Eastern, but uh, hmm. let's see. They are probably on Eastern, too. We're kind of getting into the, uh, you know, Indiana, the land of time forgot, part of it's on and the on it. oh I know you so. poor
2: people you know it's yeah. and you used to have a little pocket somewhere that didn't observe daylight savings time mm-hmm. so you were all over the place. okay nice. so now what we've got no more than three items at a time prices on each item nothing over 2500 no dealers or yard sales all phone numbers are 812 area unless otherwise noted. Well doesn't that make sense? Um, All right, so how come they have this huge list of stuff if they're on the radio Monday, Wednesday, and Friday they do this? I guess these must be – no, that's not right either. They've got their personal numbers. Hmm. Okay, well, it begins at 1.06 p.m., so I can deal with that.
3: You can deal with that. It's on uh, 100.1 WFLQ, and I believe they're probably on the Internet.
2: It's Q one hundred. Yes. So that that would mean an AM station, correct?
3: No, no, it's one hundred point one FM.
2: Oh, they didn't they didn't use the point one.
3: That's right. That's right.
2: How about that? Okay. So so I have to uh, W F L Q. Yes.
3: Yeah. Right French up French one fifty.
2: At W F L Q. That's cute, French Lick.
3: That's right. Right, north, uh, right near the casino.
2: I'll be dying. My gosh, the things I learned on this show. Thank you. Tradio. What a concept.
3: Now, now next week, you're going to have to tell us all your bargains you found on trade Hill.
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm loose. Oh, good grief. <laughs> oh, what are you doing to me? Who's going to help me house these things? I've already got Walden's boxes.
0: I'll, I'll, this is fun. I'll have to listen and just see. Ship it, it to dad. People. Anything you win, you can ship it to dad. He can store it for you. Yeah,
2: yeah, there are yeah. pages and pages and pages and pages of listings, and everybody's got their phone numbers in there.
3: Trusting souls, aren't we? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you, you open a site on the internet that says reverse phone lookup. You put in a phone number and everybody's name, address, marital status, age, where you work, everything comes up.
3: We're still stuck in the 80s, I guess.
2: Um, well, clearly you're not the only ones. I am. Um, I mean, this is just so scary. When, well, especially in, it, when when you look at it in the light of what unfolded this week, with three young women who were kidnapped and held prisoners for eight, nine, and ten years.
3: Right. That that is unbelievable. I, you know, and now did I hear that they had barbecues where the kidnappers went out and mixed in with neighbors oh
2: and and it was only one man yes he owned the house and was such a wonderful neighbor and had a good time at barbecues and yada 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 so i don't know
3: were were they the castro brothers did i hear that
2: they arrested uh, they, they detained the two brothers and arrested the one and then let the two brothers go because they truly had no idea that any of this was going on. I don't know why they, they zeroed in on all three of them at first, but it was all the work of one person. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just horrific, just horrific, the stories that are coming out about this. And then I look at something where people have their phone numbers posted up there. Okay, I'm going to come over and buy your 1922 bomber. <laughs> okay, come on over. I'll leave the front door open.
0: Right.
2: Really? They
0: probably still do, Patricia. I know. They probably still do. Oh, Midwest.
1: dear.
2: Oh, dear. I really don't need to get out more. I say that, but I
0: don't mean
1: it. You do it now. Know.
0: Maybe you can move I to. The, maybe you want to move to the Midwest, Patricia, where we're when still behind 30 years. Um.
2: I don't think everybody's behind 30 years. I don't really. No place is. You just you just don't let your guard down anywhere. And I don't mean to be paranoid about situations or don't go out and bolt yourself behind 28 locks on the door. But reasonable caution and putting your phone number out on the internet is not reasonable caution.
3: I know, but it, it, I, I can see your point of view completely, and you're absolutely true in what you've said, but, you know, I and there are weird things go on everywhere, but.
2: I know, but my, you don't have to send out a personal invitation.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. That's,
2: but you're right. It, it, no matter what you do or don't do, mm-hmm. there's a risk. Right. You've always got risks out there. I'm just one of those proponents of not just not encouraging anything or making it easier. You don't encourage it. You don't encourage somebody to, to commit a crime. The the victim is never responsible for somebody else's actions. I'm making, I want people to make it less easy for somebody to commit a crime.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. And that's all you can do is just make it more difficult for them to commit a crime. Mm You can't prevent it. You can just make it more difficult to happen. Oh, dear. The end. Let your hat off. It, it scares me. It really scares me when I see stuff like this because people are so trusting. They'll say, come on over. You know, the door is open. I'll be in the back with two of my little kids. Woohoo. hoo yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, well you know, if I it, just think, though, no, Patricia, we hear all about the bad stuff.
3: My, my grandparents ran a general store in the front room of their two-story building. In the back, there was no, there was a curtain between the front between the store and their kitchen.
1: And mm-hmm. upstairs,
3: where they slept, you know, it was just a mm-hmm. more trusting time back then.
2: Back then, right?
3: Yep, that's right. And
2: that's I, right. I understand that. I mean, even the shows that we listen to, mm-hmm. and Trevor and Molly, but they never answered the door. Come in. Come
3: in. Yep.
2: It was only come in and sometimes people came in before they knocked. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, and even on the farm, you know, we were there along the interstate, and I remember one time my mother was working in the garden and looked up, and there was a man, and uh, he had walked in off the interstate. He'd run out of fuel, and, uh, you know, he had one of these all chains that hooked his wallet, you know, that, she could tell he was a trucker and all, but, you know, we
2: mm-hmm.
3: never locked anything. We, we, you know, we, we very seldom locked anything up, you know, and, and, um, uh, you know, we, I remember one time we had another stranger walk in off the interstate. He'd run out of fuel and, uh, there were all of our cars parked under the tree. and we were out in the field, half the cars had keys so we could move the cars around. So, you know, it's. Yeah. You know you, and talk you know about your day-to-day yeah. life and you don't realize you know what you've done and you know used to you didn't have to worry about things like that I don't know That's if you people do I don't lock my car half the time you know when I'm out here in town you know and uh, I know people by what car they drive so you know it's just living in a small
0: town yeah well I, I live in here in Costa Mesa. I have very much a small town feel. We know all neighbors and over the years it's been uncommon it's not, it's been common that a neighbor might open the door. Hey, is anybody home? You know, just walk in. And, sure. You know, that's just generally. And let's face it, if you're probably in, uh, in the box, it ain't happening anymore like that, you know.
2: No, I just love the comedian who said, "I have six locks on my door, and I lock every other one when I go out because no matter who's picking my lock, they're they're locking at least one of them when they're trying to pick it."
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. How about you know,
0: that would
3: be- I, I
2: mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. That's right. How, how well, sad to have to I, do that. I thought that. you were selling your collection of posters when I called in. You, you oh,
2: I, yeah, I've got some really great ones. Gene Autry is hot stuff this week. <laughs> Apparently.
3: And, my, <laughs> and I got were and a
2: Bulldog your, Drummers.
3: Poor Gene Autry's thing is in his grave way you were treating him.
2: I know. Oh, man. You know, I mean, that, that man, what a sweet person. You shouldn't be a movie star because you're a sweet person. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I, yeah, but, the, but I tell you, Dan, this one picture, I should send you the picture. It is hunky. I mean, he is hunky in this. There is no way this is Gene Autry.
3: <laughs> you think they had Photoshop in
2: 1940? I don't know. Well, it's a poster, so it's probably all artwork, but they worked from photos in order to create the artwork. I'm going to send it to you.
3: Well, All right, I'm not a huge Gene Autry fan, but I'll
2: take a look. No, I, no, I. What I want you to do is look at. Let me see.
0: Posters, posters,
2: posters.
0: She just, she's not convinced. She is just saying it ain't Gene Autry. So email. This is
2: just not Gene Autry. All right, hold on. Is that the one? Sure, that's got to be it. Right up on top here. With his cute little bandana. Let me double check that that's the one I want. That's not it. No. Beyond the Purple Hills. It must be Beyond the Purple Hills. We'll send it Beyond the Purple Hills. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, no, Indian Territory. What am I looking at here? He's hunky all over the place. Alright, you guys keep talking. I have to find the hunky one here. With the dimple in his chin. A dimple in
0: his chin, no less. Can you imagine? So, Dan, how was your week? Did you goof off any this past week?
3: No, not really. Not too much on the goofing off. Uh, I was just wondering what hour you thought Tradio would work here.
0: Oh, I I would say, uh... Well, you know, know, there are uh, are family members that want us to start early. I can can imagine Patricia and I can start the show at 9 in the morning.
3: There. What? Right there. Yeah.
0: Morning coffee? Yeah. yeah.
3: Get get a nice cup of coffee, sit down to the radio. Yeah. And there you go. Radio.
2: And then and then I'm gonna sell stuff? <laughs> All right. What do you what do you want to sell besides a weed eater?
3: Oh gosh, let me think what else I could sell. Um, I've got uh, I've got an extra um uh oh heaven. Oven. Got a little convection oven I could sell. A convection oven. Stuff?
2: What is a convection oven?
3: Uh, I'm talking about, oh, um, you know, I say convection oven, I'm thinking uh, toaster oven. Toaster oven. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd
0: be nice. I don't need one. Keep going. <laughs> well, how much are you asking for, it, Dan?
3: Oh, gosh. I'd, I'd let it go for about 20
0: 20 okay. Yeah. How big is this thing? I hope it fits a turkey.
3: <laughs> it's about the size of a bread box.
2: And you want twenty dollars for it? Yep. No, nope. I'm sorry, we have to, we have to move on. What else you've got? <laughs>
3: Let's see. What else have I got? Hmm. Um, I think about that one lawnmower I could let go for. I'd let it go for about thirty.
2: I think you're gonna give me an, a lawnmower for thirty dollars and charge me twenty dollars for something to make toast? <laughs> this is not right.
3: <laughs> you can you can bake your Swanson TV dinners in uh, you know, a toaster oven. Personal pizza. All right. And the lawnmower's real old. I've had the lawnmower probably ten years.
2: Okay, well don't buy it anybody. He just admitted that it's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so use
0: merchandise.
3: I sell a trade.
0: What do you want to trade for, uh, for the oven, Patricia? For the oven? I don't need the oven! Um, Why would I, what,
2: mm, let me think.
0: <sighs>
2: what
0: do you I don't have, have anything you to trade. To you want a vacuum you? cleaner? A Say vacuum what? cleaner. Dan, you want a vacuum cleaner so you can trade that. Uh, what kind of vacuum cleaner is it? Well, cleaner we've cleaner? we've got a really well. No, I want to keep that one. Never mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So, All right. Dirt devil? So, yeah, it's a Dirt Devil. It's really a neat one. It's uh one of the bagless kind of thingies. Yeah. And my goodness, I'll take the curtains right off the wall. Okay, we've got, I, I'm sending you Gene Autry. I want you to, there's a big, big version at the bottom of the page you can click on and it'll blow it up. And then you can. You have to drag and drop around and okay. until you zero in on his face. And he's got this chin dimple and a size 17 neck and sexy eyes. This is not Gene Autry. So I am hitting send and I sent you the link, which will give you a better image than if I sent the picture, which I could What's do that? anyway.
3: Why on earth are you sending me Gene Autry? Well,
2: because I want you to look at this picture and tell me that I'm not cracked up. This guy is not Gene Autry, the the artwork that they did. I mean, this guy is a rough and tough cowboy, in the, and it ain't Gene Autry. I mean, Gene Autry was little and wimpy and... So check your email, take a look at Gene Autry, and then we have to ask you, since it was Eat Anything You Want Day.
3: Oh my goodness.
2: What would you like? Gene Autry?
3: That that isn't Gene Autry. That's Leonard Sly.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you? you know, are, are you looking?
3: Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. It's Leonard Sly. Don't you know who Leonard Sly is?
2: Well, yeah, that's Roy Rogers, but it says Gene Autry. <laughs>
3: They must have got a mix-up there someplace.
2: Well, it's not even—it's not even um, Roy Rogers. I don't think did Roy Rogers have a dimple in his chin? I don't I think don't
3: so. No, I don't think so. Not too
2: much. I mean, this guy is really rugged, handsome-looking. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jean. It ain't you. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> what would—what would you like? We've got Eat What You Want Day.
3: Eat What You Want Day. Uh huh. Well. Oh, gosh. I love a good pot roast.
2: Oh, my goodness. Okay.
3: With, uh, with uh, potatoes, carrots, yeah. A couple of onions thrown in, a little bay leaf.
2: hmm Yeah. Now, you would take a, um, like a, an honest-to-goodness roast and put it in a crock pot or something like a slow cooker mm-hmm. and make, make sure it's got all the veggies and potatoes and stuff around it. And then how do you make the gravy or the juice that?
3: Uh, usually the there's the drippings in the bottom of the roaster. You, so
2: you, don't, you don't have to add water to the pot? Uh,
3: you know, you probably, you'd have to make your roux and then, you know, add water to it from there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You probably have to do the skillet on top of the stove.
2: Okay. Well, that's a good choice. What do you want for dessert?
3: Hmm, gosh. What would I want for dessert? You know, you never can go wrong with
0: a nice apple pie.
2: You never can go wrong with a nice apple pie. And it even comes with no sugar added. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so with or without?
2: With or without what? Ice- sugar? Ice cream. Oh, oh, you and your ice cream. My goodness, you two are married to each other. <laughs>
0: Do yeah. you get apple pie with ice cream or not? Do we get pie apple mode or not?
3: Yeah, I could I could tell you why ice cream. I mean, I, I you know I love a nice apple pie made with June apples, which we come in you know at the end of June, and um, you know just slice them up, you know, put a little sugar with them, you know.
0: Do we serve it right it in the oven? Do we serve no. it warm? Hmm? Do we serve it warm?
3: You know I like my pie served cold.
0: Me too. Yeah. With a
2: chunk of cheese. Oh, yeah. With a Uh, chunk of
3: cheese. I I, I never have understood why you eat cheese with apple pie.
2: Because it tastes good.
3: Well, cheese tastes good, period. But why put it with apple pie? I don't know where where that tradition started.
2: I mean, why? Actually, it's old country. It's like Ireland and England. It's one of the. Things that got drugged over here, I guess is the term. You get drugged over. It was brought over here. The origins are in the British Isles.
3: I guess they had so much cheese they were trying to get rid of it and figure, hey, I don't know. cheese and
2: apple pie one day. My dad liked it that way. And that was the first I ever saw anybody eat apple pie with cheese. And it's got, I mean, it's not like Velveeta or, you know, slices of American cheese. It's got to be really sharp
0: it's gotta be cheddar. The, it's got to be the really wine, genuine. Wine stuff. Yeah, then
2: a, a sharp cheddar, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. But
2: it's very, very
0: good. Very, very good. Now, Dan, grilled cheese. <laughs> grilled cheese, yes. Ketchup or no ketchup? Ketchup on cheese, or on grilled cheese? Yes. Thank you. I've
3: never heard
2: anyone using,
3: uh,
0: Well, he's from, he's from the East, so he doesn't know it. Yeah, what can I say? Yeah.
2: It's not a regional thing. It's just a say what. You put what on your sandwich? Um, I use Worcestershire sauce on a grilled cheese sandwich. Does that qualify as the same round as ketchup?
3: I've never heard anyone say that on on cheese.
0: I use use Heinz 57. On your cheese sandwich? Uh Uh-huh. Is that with or without ketchup? Without. Okay, so it's instead
2: of ketchup. Yes. All right, that'll work. I just never saw anybody put ketchup on a
0: cheese sandwich
3: before. I've never heard anyone putting a a condiment on grilled cheese.
0: Okay, so the next big question. Horseradish on your prime rib or without?
3: I do not. I don't use horseradish, but I know people who do. Would
2: you harm a Fine prime rib with a chunk of horseradish.
3: I personally would not, but I know people who do. I know people Me- who really enjoy horseradish.
0: Okay, so what will you put, what will you use horseradish for?
3: Uh, nothing. I hate
0: horseradish. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect answer.
2: Perfect answer. All right. In your neck of the woods,
3: yes. What In do people neck-
2: use? What what foods go well with horseradish or the other way around? What What is horseradish used on, with, for, in?
0: Patricia is one of the vote for hot dogs and horseradish put together. Well, not hot dogs, but hot
2: dogs and beans. You know, when you, when you have hot dogs and beans all in a, a same plate, and you put lots of horseradish on the beans. Perfect. Mm. Okay, what do people... What do people do with um, horseradish in your neck of the woods, sir?
3: I think they usually put it with uh, beef, you know, a nice steak and
0: horseradish.
2: No kidding. Another one. Oh, my goodness. Okay.
0: Okay. Next big question we had tonight, Dan, while you were (laughs) sweeping. Watermelon. With or without salt?
3: What was that now?
0: Watermelon. 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 You
3: know, uh, I know people. My dad used to enjoy putting salt on watermelon, and I'm not sure what, why, but, but he was uh, one who would salt his food before he would eat it.
0: Now, see, Patricia grew up in a family that they used the salt shaker. It was just part of the. Uh, they was born to the body. yes. Yep. She doesn't use salt on watermelon. Now, I was raised without the salt shaker, Harley, but we used the salt on watermelon, so. You have to get your salt somehow.
2: (laughs) Might as well put it on something you can enjoy.
3: You um, know, I, I don't believe I've used a salt shaker in about... I can't imagine the last time I put salt on maybe mashed potatoes. Maybe put a little salt on mashed potatoes in the last 10 or 15 years.
0: Oh, my word. So, I mean... What about I, pepper? I mean, salt. If I'm gonna use my map, it has to be a little salt a little pepper with butter. If I'm gonna. You know,
3: one thing I, I like to take like a boiled potato or a baked potato, and you know, like uh, you know, mash it up and mm-hmm. put a little uh, butter.
2: Numbers mine is up in the clouds
0: right now. So, you're telling me you're, you're not going to put salt on your popcorn?
3: You know, I do like a little salt on popcorn. Come to think of it, I do like it a little bit, but you know, I have grown accustomed to eating popcorn without salt.
2: My goodness!
3: So,
2: if people put know, salt, if, if you got served food that was pre salted, it would probably be almost unpalatable to you
1: oh yes
3: I, i've had some things you know that i thought gosh what is that it's like you know it, i
0: think there i is. i think i read sometime that
3: most of your food your breakfast and it has a lot of salt in it
0: your breakfast cereal had a lot of salt in them mm-hmm. everything that's packaged you're right yeah
3: when my dad was ill uh the doctor put him on a, on a low salt diet and if you, what is low in salt is high in sugar. What's you know, and it seems like I don't know if they do that to preserve, you know, the food, you know, by putting salt or sugar in food. But you look at your sodium content on on some things, and it's mm-hmm. off the mark. You know, it's just so very high.
2: And The same happens with fat and sugar sometimes. I will buy, I used to buy reduced fat peanut butter. Mm
3: -hmm. Yes.
2: And when I read the labels and compared them. it means reduced. There's a difference between low and reduced. Reduced has less fat, but you have to take out, I think, 50% of the fat of a food before you can call it low fat. Mm Mm-hmm. So this was reduced fat. That's what it says on the label. I I can't recall how much. It it was maybe 30% less than traditional peanut butter. But the the sugar content was way jacked up. It compensates. Apparently, sweetness compensates for the loss of some of the other tastes. It's easily masked. The loss of taste from some of the other ingredients is easily masked by adding sugar.
3: Mm-hmm. Go figure. Well, I think they do that to preserve food, especially you know things that are prepackaged and mm. then set, set in a vending machine for 40 weeks.
2: Yeah, I I agree. So I went back to regular. Uh, you know, the regular had a little bit more fat, but it had a whole lot less sugar. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the natural stuff by Skippy, and that's a pretty good product. But again. Oh, it's got more calories than the reduced fat, but, you know, I mean, you can, you can either get fat and stay healthy or get skinny and get sick types of, I don't know.
0: So what's better?
2: I don't know. I guess it depends on what your body is doing to you. Mm-hmm. For me, the fat is probably the choice over sugar.
0: Yeah.
2: Although neither one of them <laughs> is a good choice. I don't know. I would prefer fresh. I'm into the fresh stuff this week. Not not necessarily this week, but I've been buying extra fruit. I'm really enjoying extra fruit. So I got strawberries and oranges and veggies and cucumbers, and I'm into cucumbers. This is my cucumber month.
3: I almost bought something at the store tonight that... Seemed high. It, I think it was a pint of raspberries from Dole. And it was five dollars and ninety-eight cents.
2: I know the berries are just over the top. The strawberries oh. are two fifty a quart, and here. that's a that's a pretty good price.
3: Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, it raspberry-
2: and once in a once in a while they'll go on sale.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have raspberries here in the wild in about uh, about a month. We'll have uh, raspberries coming on about the third week of uh, June. And then Do you
2: go June?
0: picking? About
3: the 1st of July.
2: Will you go picking?
3: I will go picking for one oh, all right.
2: you keep yeah. You keep snake boots on?
3: You know, I found my first snake in the yard uh, this week. First time in about three or four years.
2: That's because they're all hanging around the raspberries waiting for them to come in. <laughs>
3: Just a little black snake. Yeah. He's out there eating wooden creatures, so I just let him go. And berries. You don't like snakes, do you?
2: Well, I mean, they're not exactly as cute as little bunnies, you know?
3: Yes, yes.
2: And I'm, I'm not crazy about them. I'm, I'm not a crazy person when I'm around one, but I'm not going to lean over and say, gosh, isn't this great? Let me pet i don't do stuff like that i leave that to the poor man who died from a stingray and now,
3: now here, i i had uh, i had a news alert here in our area uh let me tell you what i heard and then get your reaction to it i went down to um two counties west of here and i was informed that they found an armadillo killed on the highway on Cinco de Mayo day of all days now what what's your reaction to that
2: well armadillos are they're they're vulnerable to getting run over just as anything else is crossing the road yes what is there something
3: armadillos down there yes you You don't yeah yeah we do yeah, had armadillos or not. Yeah. This this is new. We 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 have not had armadillos in the past.
2: Oh my goodness.
3: Yeah. We we hear they're moving in and, and of course this was confirmed by the uh the uh roadkill of an armadillo on
2: the road. Well that's probably why it's roadkill. It's not familiar with the territory.
3: <laughs> that's right. That's right.
2: Armadillo. Yeah, we do. Uh, and I thought armadillos were universal. I thought anywhere you got a porcupine or a, a possum, you got an armadillo. I didn't know that.
1: yep
3: we we have not had armadillos here, and uh, but we've heard that they're moving in, you know from Texas and the Southwest. So I don't know how prevalent they'll become, but it's like once it gets started, I'm sure they'll make little families and they'll, move right they'll make on little in.
2: baby armadillos. Well, look at that. They are not everywhere, but there it is in Indiana. Let's see what we got on the map here. Oh, Armadillo territory. It has chunks of Indiana in it. it. It what now? It looks like it's got chunks of Indiana, and it's moving into the Northeast. Let's see. Armadillos. Do you have armadillos um, in California?
3: I guess I'm all to get a sandwich. We made them hungry with all that talk of food.
2: No, it's, um, there's nothing, oh, oh my goodness, the little guys swim. There's nothing in California. The map does not have red stuff in California.
3: I see. So armadillos do swim. I I was hoping the Ohio River might keep them away.
2: I am so sorry. Those little guys have water (laughs) wings.
3: Darn it, I hope I was hoping they'd have to find the bridge.
2: How to get rid of pesky armadillos, I guess. There you go. <laughs> All right, that's what you're going to to be needing here. Removal. Invasion of armadillo. Chicago. Hmm. Chicago? Wonder, yeah, that's what it says. Wow. Chicago oh. life. Chicago. That's, oh, this is from two thousand seven. At first glance, the most shocking thing about an armadillo is its shell. No, I suggest the most shocking thing about an armadillo in Chicago is that there's an armadillo in Chicago.
3: <laughs> that must have been a, a domestic, that must have been someone's pet that got out.
2: I don't know. Let's see. 55 million years ago, armadillos have interested me. Who cares? How and why this armadillo, typically that has expanded its range so rapidly, so it's moving in. No, it wasn't somebody's pet, It's moving north. Hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we, that's what we, we need. Another we mouse don't. to feed. That, that's another, it. Yeah.
3: Another critter in the garden to eat and ravage our tomatoes. I wonder what they like to eat. I wonder what. What do they like effective. to
2: eat? So, I have to put armadillo diet, right? Yeah. You know, there aren't an awful lot of people I would do homework for. It's only my Saturday night family. That's right. Um, right. All right. Armadillos prefer to build burrows. Uh, let's huh. see, diets, let's
3: see, diets, diets.
2: <laughs>
3: diet, diet. You diet. live in the ground, huh?
2: That's what it says. Well. And there are different kinds of armadillos, by the way. Are there really? Yeah. How are they different? They're, they're, they have different bands. I, one of them has nine bands. It looks like armor on their backs.
1: Uh, nine yeah. bands,
2: and I think the other has fewer Huh. Um, let's see, diet, diet, diet. Okay, the nine-banded armadillo prefers to build burrows in moist soil near creeks, streams, and arroyos. That's out in the, in the west, hmm. where it lives and feeds. The diets of different armadillo species vary, but consist of mainly insects, grubs, and other invertebrates.
3: Whoa. Some
2: species, however, feed almost entirely on ants and termites. But those aren't American ones, though.
3: Huh. So maybe the gardens will be safe. Maybe they will be eating tomatoes.
2: I guess not. They're going to be eating the... um... All right, let's see. They reach sexual maturity in 3 to 12 months, depending on the species. They are solitary animals that do not share their burrows with other adults. But it doesn't say, let me see, how fast they reproduce. They have very poor eyesight, which would explain getting run over by a car.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They use their claws digging and finding food as well as making their homes. They dig burrows. Mm-hmm. We need reproduction, habitat, and anatomy. What would they call them? Litters?
3: Mm-hmm. Possibly, I'm not sure. You knew nothing about Tritio. I know nothing about armadillos.
2: All right, nine banded armadillo. Reproduction system, four genetically identical offspring are born. Oh, hello. The nine banded armadillo also serves a science through its unusual reproductive system in which four genetically identical offspring are born, the result of one original egg. So she has quads. This is cool. Because they are generally they, because they are always genetically identical, the group of four young provides a good subject for scientific, behavioral, or medical tests. Well, there you go. That's how you do population control in armadillo land. You call up the local lab and say we've got a reproducing armadillo. Boy, <laughs> four,
1: four,
3: four babies out of every armadillo every three months.
1: How
2: no. Often no, I don't it doesn't say how often. Often.
1: often.
3: Or I
2: haven't I haven't found how often. All right, here we go. Armadillos are common roadkill due to the habit of jumping 3 to 4 feet vertically when startled, which puts them into collision with the underside of vehicles.
1: Hmm. Wildlife enthusiasts?
2: Jump? All right, this is fine. So you're going to be educational territory. Wildlife enthusiasts are using the Northward March of the Armadillo as an opportunity to educate others about the animals, which can be a burrowing nuisance to property owners and managers. The end.
3: Hmm. Well, they sound like groundhogs.
2: Well, they're not as cute as groundhogs. No,
3: no. Not quite, not quite, No.
2: They're pretty ugly animals. Yeah. And then, again, what is ugly?
3: That's right. Beauty is in the eye, the beholder.
2: That's it. That's, That's it. it. Did you know that New York City generates 200 million tons of garbage every year?
3: I knew it was a trashy place.
2: Oh! Oh! He didn't yeah. mean it. He didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Just said oh. it generates trash. Oh. Whew. All right. I'm going to give you a question, and you're going to behave yourself, right? Did you hear our interview tonight?
3: I heard parts of it. I did. I, you know, his um, his uh, volume was low on my end, at least.
2: Was it too low to hear, or?
3: It was not too low to hear. It was just lower than normal.
2: Lower than normal, yeah. He has a very unusual speech pattern as well. He takes large breaks in between sentences and even in the middle of sentences. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure why or how that happens, but it you seems know,
3: that... I noticed that, too, and I thought it was my computer buffering the, uh, the content.
2: But that's exactly I, that's... what it sounds like. you're right. But I think it's on questions I for for when he's a guest, this is the third or fourth time that he's been with us. and each time he asks and I, of course comply and send him a set of questions that I, of, and 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 you know, what I'd like to talk about topics and questions that I would like him to answer. And it seems that, when he falters like that it's when i ask him a question that's on the list and he's going back over his notes and he's making sure that he has this particular sentence and he set aside that particular piece of information and he's doing all of this coordinating on his end because when i ask him a question that wasn't on the list or something that is different from what i had said we were going to do in addition to what I had said we were going to talk about it's normal conversational style
3: so you think he might have uh, typed up his uh, responses to your uh, submitted questions and he's reading th- from the paper
2: i th- i think some of them yes are written out yes and that would account for the differences in delivery i mean either way we wind up with wonderful information but it's a little disarming. It was in the beginning for me the last couple of times that we've talked with him because I'd had this very long break. And I my brain would say, okay, he's finished now. And I'd start to ask a question, and he would come in with the other half of his sentence. So it, it's kind of a, a juggling act when I talk with him that I'm not going to trounce on his words but we don't have a blank spot and dead air in there that makes people say, well, I guess they're off the air tonight, <laughs> and just keep moving on. So, Walden, well, are you there? I sure am. Oh, good. Okay, okay. Now,
0: I know
3: what it. are you? Let's take a let's take a guess. What sandwich or food item are we eating now? Uh, I see Walden. Walden has a, uh, a bologna sandwich. What do you think, Patricia? What, what's Walden's what's Walden's food of choice?
2: Though? If he's eating a sandwich, it's peanut butter.
0: I love salami, but that's not salami. what you're eating. I love salami,
2: but that's not what you're eating. What did you eat before when you when you sneaked off? And I'm saying Walden, Walden, and where were you?
0: In the refrigerator. Well, I, did, I gave everybody a cool when I said I'm hungry, and I went and got a uh, hunk of cheese. A hunk of cheese. Okay. okay. So he would. Well, I, I,
3: he, I guess I'm closer with him having a salami sandwich. At least it is a luncheon meat. Uh huh.
0: So I I prefer to have being submarine bread uh, right at the moment. You know. A a piece of what? Salami. You would like a piece of salami.
2: Well, you can't have it. Pizza. You can't have
0: it. Why not?
2: Because you left already. You you left your station. You abandoned I, I, the wheelhouse.
0: Wait I I
2: trust I trust Patricia. You abandoned the captain's chair.
0: I, I trust Patricia,
1: though. I All right. A She's a Captain Captain captainette.
0: It. I'm a captainette?
1: <laughs> Way to go.
2: Way to go. OK, well, I've got I mean, questions. <laughs> I have questions. Are you ready for a question? Now that, now that you me. have just yeah. my my little heart is still beating here, people leaving their phone numbers out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay, who were Alice and Phyllis?
3: Those are the children of um, of the um, Harris's. That's right.
2: Very good. Oh, you are good. What? Do you remember the Harris's first names?
3: Yes, that would be uh, Phil and Alice Harris. Oh, wow. And this uh, was from Linton, Indiana, very close to... Uh, Not too far from uh, the home of uh, Red Skelton in Vincennes. Uh, He had an auction for many years to raise money for, I think, one of the local charities. Uh, He moved to Nashville at age eight. I'm
0: listening. Keep going, Dan. You are such a hoot. Keep going. In fact, I was thinking of
3: driving down the Linton on a little uh fortnight holiday. I'm going to swing by Linton and then swing down to see the Red Skelton Museum and, and then say... oh
2: that'll be fun uh, when you do, when you do the museum, please let us know all about it.
3: I sure will. I'll, I'll, I'll bring back some information and, and see uh, I think Phil Harris has his papers down at the Linton Library. I think there are some papers down there. I think I heard that in some interview. Uh-huh. I think,
0: yeah. I, I think the one I met with Phil, maybe. And
3: you know what? I'll be going through probably French Lick so I can pick up whatever you buy on Tradio.
0: What do you think, Patricia? Right.
2: I'll have one of the big bunnies, please. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? I mean, it, for a house bunny, it's it, most people don't have house bunnies. But for house bunnies, you have to run around after them, you know? Can you imagine what one of these big rabbits leaves?
0: Well, good thing, Patricia, you can cuddle up with it in bed.
2: I mean, those things put out golf balls. <laughs> Think about it. No, I'm, I'm, well, I don't so know. They have, have big teeth, a Walden. I beg pardon?
3: You'll have to buy a set of clubs if they put out golf balls.
2: Well, do they hop? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they do. They behave just like bunnies, except they're on steroids. <laughs> they're big bunnies. Yeah, they're bunnies on steroids. They are big. They can be very big bunnies. Okay, Harry Lime was the last thing that went into your envelope. What do I need to add before I seal it? Gosh,
3: mm, how about the best of radio? <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: you know, between you and Walden. You're a, you're full-time jobs. Aren't we? You are. Yeah, you're a pair.
0: <laughs> what else would you like? <laughs> oh, oh. He, oh, you're going to give him a second CD? That's nice of you. What? What else What do you like? So you're gonna, he's going to get a training radio plus another item? That's pretty good. Oh, does. certainly, of course. Oh, duh.
3: Now, now I want you to truthful with me next week. I want you, I want to find out if you tune in to Tradio. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I want, I, want, but you, I want to know what you've bought on
0: Tradio. Yeah, she, you, she wants you to buy something.
2: All right, now, wait a minute.
0: Time out. You want me to listen to it, or
2: you want me to buy something?
0: I want you to at least uh, listen to it
3: and let me know if you've purchased anything on Tradio. You said okay. that there is a Tradio near... Can
0: she it? have your credit card? You know, she knows where to ship it to.
2: Yeah. I, I would suggest that most of these things have to be picked up. It's really hard to mail a car.
0: Well, a bunny might make it in too damn place.
2: Yeah, but how, gosh, how would you pick up a bunny? You'd have to go with a bunny carrier. Okay, Harry Lime. What comes, what, what goes out with Harry Lime? Uh,
3: here's a question for you. What have you found recently?
2: <gasps> great question. Yeah, yeah. See, okay. over here. I've got some stuff. Somebody should have asked me that sooner than now. Let's see what we got here. We have a new Kingston. Uh, And we have a new... We have... uh, Gunsmoke is not Dick Powell. Are you the one who wanted Dick Powell? No.
3: At one point Um, I did. I think you sent me Dick Powell.
2: I sent you Dick Powell, but now I've got a collection of shows that Dick Powell did. All sorts of things like... He was a guest on Bill Stern. He did Cavalcade of America, Lux Radio Theater, Mail Call, Sam Spade. It's quite a few. So if you like Dick Powell, I've got a separate folder of that.
3: Okay. Uh, I'll I'll put that under uh, consideration. What else do you have?
2: What else do I have over here? Let's see. Sampler. Oh, great samplers. Great sampler collections. Um, Nightfall. Nightfall. Hmm. Nightfall. I'm Let me see what Nightfall, Nightfall is. Hold on. Do not go away. Um, Nightfall is a radio drama series produced and aired by CBC. That's Canada. Oh, I see. Yeah.
1: July 1980
2: <laughs> to June 1983. While primarily a supernatural horror series, Nightfall featured some episodes in other genres such as science fiction, mystery, fantasy, and human drama. there that's what we've got on that one um forecast forecast it's uh i think it's 13 14 15 hold on it is 23 23 shows the name of this program is forecast but they played the first show or the audition show for a program, an upcoming program, that they thought was going to make it.
3: Hmm.
2: So it's quite a collection of various shows, but they are hand-picked. Really good stuff. Like, like um, and then... Hmm?
3: They're like pilot shows that didn't get picked up? Well,
2: no, yeah. a, a lot of them did. There's, um, let's see, Life at the so, Party. I think Duffy's Tavern so, is in here. Duff,
0: Suspense and Duffy Tavern made it off the series. Oh.
2: Uh, class of 41, whatever that is. Hop Along Cassidy. Um, the Country Lawyer. I don't know that one. There are a lot of them I, I don't recognize. The suspense was here. Duffy's Tavern. Um, of Stars and States. Life of the Part. Leave it to Jeeves. That that made it. But, you know, it's a, it's a nice collection. It's almost like a sampler, except they were hand picked by the. Originators of the show forecast, and they would play a different episode, uh, first episode or audition episode, each week. Hmm. And then we have Doctor IQ
0: and Crime Classics, and let's see. Under your Doctor IQ, you have the uh, December eighth broadcast. Of Doctor IQ. Uh huh. Forty one. I have.
2: Um. No, no. What? 1940. I've only got August 4th from 1941.
0: Got
3: it. Okay. What, what's special about December 8th, 41? Was that like the first? The, d-
0: the day after Pearl Harbor. I was try to complete my set.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Was it preempted or
0: was it? No, it, it's the whole stuff after. I have three minutes of it. So I was just looking oh. for the whole half hour. I see.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. Did I send you your Kenny Delmar folder?
3: You know, I, I think I did. It's crossed did. off my list. I think
2: you did. Yeah, and it's a pretty decent collection. Um, Nightfall, I already did. Mert and Marge. Did I get that one for you?
3: Yeah, i I did for
2: it, yes. Yep,
0: then that's why it's here. Um, the Les Paul Show. Do I'll you about, like Les Paul? She asked for that, I think. yeah. Yes. How about The Mary Noble Backstage Wife? I have Mary Noble, Backstage Wife,
3: yes.
2: and Phil Harris and Alice Hmm. and Ray Bradbury, Screen Guild Theater, lots of awful I shows. He,
3: I don't think I'd ask for Ray
2: Bradbury. Oh, uh, let's see, no.
0: I understand, uh, um, he, I understand he was some kind of a writer.
2: Yeah, he was and one he of those. You
0: know,
2: <laughs> all right, sure. Ray Bradbury, it's called Tales of the Bizarre, apparently it was a series, um, and then two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, there are twelve episodes in this, and it looks like each one is a different, different story, hmm. Ray Bradbury, BBC, you know the BBC always does a fabulous job on their stuff, so we will send you Ray Bradbury,
3: no, no, I didn't want Ray Bradbury, all right. What? i asked for Ray Bradbury.
2: You said I've never asked for Ray Bradbury. You're right. You didn't ask for it. You said I've never asked for it. You thought I wasn't listening, did you?
3: That's right. That's right.
2: What would you like?
3: I think I'll go with the uh, forecast.
2: Forecast. You got it.
3: Yes.
2: Forecast is on your list. Forecast.
3: That's right. Okay, well, I probably ought to get off here and let someone else call in with their buy sell and trade
2: items. <laughs> I'll make out my list. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Thank you for broadening my horizons and giving me another reason to stay home.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm so very glad I could help.
2: Oh gosh, your pleasure, I can tell.
3: I, I'm just having a I'm just having a field day here.
2: You're, you're a piece of work. Well, you have a wonderful week. Be safe. And when do you think you're going to get to the Red Skelton Museum?
3: I, that's something I want to do in, within the next month. So, okay. probably not this week, maybe next week.
2: All right. We'll put it on your to do list.
3: I'll, I'll take a permanent marker. I'll write, Patricia was here when I get down there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the little Kilroy cartoon and the nose hanging over. This is good. This is good. Thank you.
3: All right. I will okay. See
2: we'll, you later. we'll talk to you soon, Dan. Thanks for the fun.
3: Okay. Thanks. Bye. See you later. Bye.
0: Are we having fun yet? Did Patricia learn stuff on this show? I don't hope
2: to. Die. I never knew that stuff went on. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, Walden. Well, I always say I need to get out more. That's not really true. I need to bask in my simplicity.
0: (laughs) Hello there, you're on the air.
1: Are we having fun yet?
0: We are do you you have trading radio in Hawaii?
1: Um on the island of Hawaii I know they had um, they would yeah. They would sell things you were interested, you could be trade or buy or... So
0: this this is, reminds you, at 5.15 in the morning, you are more awake than Ron does at 11 o'clock at night.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh,
0: poor Ron. We're picking on him. How can by you the way, I,
1: you know what, what I did? I was fortunate enough, about three, four years ago, to go to the Liberace Museum in Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, I've been uh-huh. there, yes.
1: And I actually got to play on the piano that they don't allow people to play on, that Liberace played on. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
2: Wow. Was there anything different or special about the sound that instrument made? The
1: feel of the piano was incredible. The, The action, you know, the keys. And I played music from Phantom of the Opera. And it was, I was a good feel piano, yeah.
0: Well, what do you mean by that? You mean that the finger
1: It felt c- so comfortable.
0: Uh huh.
1: And so, and it was so easy to control. And it was so easy to make dynamics in a way. And
0: stuff. So in other words, playing on hit piano is cheating.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, it was just, it was just um... You know the feel was great. The feel of the keys.
0: Did you ask to take it home?
1: It, you know what there was? It was funny. At the beginning they said, "No, we don't allow people to play." But, uh, but um, somehow we we feel that uh, you know we'll let you play one song. After I played music from Phantom of the Opera. The lady said, "Anytime you want to come
0: back and play with we'll <laughs> it." <laughs> and that was funny. Musicians have an e What do you think, Patricia?
1: She went to sleep.
0: I think we lost her for a second. Where'd we'll, she go? We'll, we'll give her a shot here. If not, we'll bring her back in. Yeah,
1: she just passed.
0: Yeah, well, hold on, everybody. Give me a second. Hold on.
3: Jaws for Windows is ready. will all page down. Menu bar, Skype, Skype. Leaving menu bar, Carolyn rhymes home. Page up, page up, Jerry handages up, uh, page up, favorites, drag contact,
2: all change. Bill Bragg online. Three, <laughs> Echoes, Imagine, Ivan, Jerry, Kans, Michael, Nolan, Rips, William, Plus One, Bill Grimes. Claire, Cynthia, Dennis Hop. Frank, Jeff Silk, Jim, K.A.C., Carol, Carolyn. Carolyn. Patricia Hewitt, phone application, send us, invite the group, enter, leaving menus, Patricia Hewitt, phone not unloading job, cancel, okay then.
0: I got thrown away. Oh, well now you're back. Okay. I'll behave. You will?
1: We, we thought you went to bed. I mean,
0: yeah, I know.
2: I, I didn't, I, I got thrown out.
1: I did not even tell you a bedtime story, you, you uh, I thought, what happened to Patricia? <laughs>
2: She disappeared. You have a bedtime story to tell me? We talked
1: about how wide awake you were. I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I just kind of dozed off here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, by the way, I know. Okay, let's see. Did you ever come across the greatest story ever told?
2: I did, but I don't have it. I can go find it.
1: Well, have you ever come across that? I, mean, I, I mean,
2: have indeed come across it, and, and probably should have grabbed it when I was there.
1: And another, another program, if you can find it, is The Big Story. That was taken from newspaper articles or
2: mm-hmm.
1: That's a good one.
0: Guess, Ron, I think you sent me some Big Story.
1: No, no, I didn't.
0: Guess who I gave a hug to on Friday and Saturday, Ron? <laughs> okay,
1: okay, okay, I'll get uh, Bill Bragg.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he covered my hand. He covered his hands over my eyes, so I couldn't see who it was. Well, so, who
1: did you, who, who did you hug?
0: Janet and Gloria.
1: Were they at the Spurback meeting? The,
0: uh, well, Janet was at the Pacific Pioneers, and Gloria was at the Spurback meeting. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh my God. See, here we go. Jealousy.
2: (laughs) 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 He does that to you.
1: Uh He
2: just can't resist, Ron.
1: I know. Someday I'm going to hug you, Patricia. We'll we'll tell Walden. That's right. Um,
2: Nanny, nanny, nanny. (laughs) Um,
1: So the the big story is, is, if you ever come across,
2: I know there are not very many available. How okay. many, Walden? Just a handful, oh, yes? Oh,
0: 110. I don't, maybe three or four. Not that many.
1: No, there, there's a, I think, there's a site that has about 15 of them. But I, I think, I don't know if you can download it. That's, that's a problem. I'm not sure. But anyway, that's a, that's a good you, If you come across that or the greatest art ever told. Now what 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 are my what do you have lined up in my envelope so far? What did I, I know we talked about backstage wise? Well
2: let me see I'm just going through a, a set of stuff here. We've got um already in there we've got Les Paul, Mert and Marge, Bold Venture. There you go. Old Venture. Um, Idiot Weekly. Uh, I gave you some Canadian shows like Nero Wolf and Quentin Nichols. Um, Mary Noble. Forgive me if I if I did this already. Les Paul, Topper, First Nighter. You wanted the half hour shows of Lum and Abner, they're in there.
1: Yeah, the crowd with the crowd.
2: Right and forecast twenty first precinct the scarlet pimpernel I found the scarlet pimpernel yes mm-hmm. yeah I did um, big story is what you want now and the greatest story ever told so you keep talking there for one minute let me okay, see that's that okay
0: it. It. all right but I think and, and, and you're gonna you're not gonna be able you're not gonna get away with that without how a question that's pretty good John. I,
1: I think yeah I'll, I'll play. It. I'll
0: play the game. Yeah, you'll play a game. You,
1: yeah, you ask me a question. Then I'll ask you a sure, question.
0: Sure, I'll ask you a question. What did you play on the piano tonight?
1: I did, I went to a ballet.
0: You went to the ballet. Yeah, my grand,
1: two grandchildren. Now, they it's,
0: it's the I, way, it's the way you watch the ballet, you, you, you lay on the floor, and you put your hands out, and they just oh. tap, tap <laughs> on it? yeah, there
1: you go. Okay, go ahead, ask me a question, Patricia. <laughs>
0: Oh
2: you two are a piece of work. All right I'm gonna get checked. Our friend Rich in New Jersey said I was putting people through torture last week. Let me see so I have to I have to give you some torture
0: um, All righty um, what kind of ma- what kind of music are you using for rap, for a ballet now Is it rap?
1: No, no, they, they had some classical, and then they had, they, had, they had a Hawaiian piece that they did a ballet to. It was quite interesting. And they did a country western kind of thing.
0: Country western so, and ballet? Yeah, ballets? it was
1: quite variety. A lot of variety.
2: Country western? Yeah. All, All right. Western. Mrs. Bickerson, Blanche Bickerson.
1: Blanche
2: Bickerson. She had a brother. What was your brother's first name?
1: Wait a minute. Well, um, Danny Thomas played... Uh,
2: That's right. Very good.
1: But, but, uh, but what was his th- name? Yeah. Uh, Uncle Abel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't believe you got Danny Thomas. And Keep going.
1: Uh, what was his name? Oh, God, I give up. What was his name?
2: Oh my goodness, his name was Amos. Amos.
0: Now that means we have to go to another question. Amos. Okay. What was Danny Thomas' real name?
1: Oh, that no, we—he told us last week, and it's kind of difficult. Uh, what was his name?
0: And he missed Jacobs. Really? Yep. Well,
1: that. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, let's go for another question.
2: All right. What was Phil Harris's nickname for Jack Benny?
1: Jackson. That's right. Very good. That's right. Well, that
2: was multiple That's choice. I was going to offer it, but you didn't even need it. And All right, you have earned your right. place in history.
1: I think Remy called Phil Harris curly. Right.
2: There you go. Right. And he really—it was a long time before I realized he really did
0: have curly hair. Or, or you know, now what was the nickname that Phil would give to Frankie sometime? Um. Wonga. Yeah, uh, manga, uh, Wonga was actually Phil's real name, wasn't it? I think that's what Alex yeah. would call him.
2: That was his real first name.
0: Yeah.
2: He would call Remley.
1: Hey, blank.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, yeah. You know. Hey, drunkard.
2: <laughs> yeah. Frankie is the only no. Frankie is the only thing that comes into my head. I don't know.
1: Well, Remy. Clyde. There you
2: go. Clyde.
1: I don't know why, but Clyde. You
2: know, uh, that's that's interesting. Well, that was a, a name around that era.
0: Right. Hey, Clyde.
1: Uh, one last comment. Yeah. You know, I heard part of the interview tonight was the guy that wrote the book. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, he um, called me Dan, he was correct, the, the modulation, the volume was, uh, he, it was he, it was audible, but it was kind of low, okay? But my question to you, Patricia, was he a hard person to interview?
2: Difficult in the sense that he is so precise in what he wants to talk about,
0: and I think... I think he uses speakerphone, too, and anytime
1: you use a speakerphone, the volume's gonna roll. It wasn't wasn't a real relaxed interview, was
2: it? No. And when we were talking with Ron a few minutes ago, I'm sorry, Dan, a few minutes ago, he asked a similar question. If I asked him questions that he knew I was going to ask, or I was in territory that he knew I was going to explore, he had notes in front of him, and he would go digging through his notes, and he would go digging through the book because some of the sentences he used were directly from the book. They were not from his head. But if we talked spontaneously about something that I added, I sneaked in an extra question, it would be conversational. We would just be talking back and forth. Is
1: it more, it's more fun when it's more conversation. Oh, yeah. I agree. It, it flows better
2: i i agree i agree we had big spaces in there
1: but some, and he does
0: he does have big spaces some guests some people some,
1: some people by by preference they would they would rather have everything written like okay we'll we'll have 20 questions in this interview and mm-hmm. let me know what the 20 questions you're going to ask
2: right and send them ahead of time right yeah. and that's Precisely where we were. You have
1: to be really, really, um, comfortable and just flowy with that kind of...
0: Patricia does her homework. I mean, he, she she would read the book and add all these questions and send them out. Yeah. okay that's how he likes to work.
1: Yeah. But it's, it's, it's harder. But you did a good job. You always do a good job.
2: She's the Thank best.
1: Thank you. She's
2: the best. Yeah, you are. She You does. guys are my cheering
0: section. You bet. You are the best. You are the best.
1: Yeah. I don't know what Walden would do without
0: you. I, w- I don't want to think about it. Well, what would I do without
2: Walden? What would I do without you? What would uh, I, I would... do without our Saturday family?
1: Who would get rid of Walden? Mean... See?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a spendable.
1: I mean,
0: we, I. I'm a spendable. There's no doubt about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, we can start the show like at 4.30 Hawaii. <laughs> I will end it at 11 o'clock Hawaii time because I can't stay. Wong
0: can't stay awake.
1: No. Oh, Wong, you are you you're pretty good for your age. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
2: and I'm good for my age. You keep telling me I sound good for a hundred.
1: No, no, how- I, no, no, really, Patricia. You, you know you're you are an amazing specimen because. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have been called a specimen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I have
1: never ever spoke to a woman at age seventy that can be so, you know, crazy. Really. She's hip. Yeah.
0: You guys, I'm hip. Yeah, you're hip.
1: We,
2: we, got, we really did get left off in another generation, didn't we? <laughs> oh my goodness. Patricia,
0: yeah. a hip cat, you know.
2: Yeah. 78. You let me stay at 78 last year when it was my birthday. You told me I could well, stay there.
1: Well, we, we figured Jack Benny can be stuck at 39. We will we we get stuck at 78. We won't That'll
2: you work go, for me.
1: We won't let you go forward or backwards, you know. Stuff. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I tell you, it's always neat to hear you guys on Saturday night. and, Friday, and Sunday morning. Even on a Wednesday.
0: That's true. That's true. And what?
1: so next Wednesday you begin your new board?
0: Yep. Wednesday. And so I think Patricia is available to do the show with me on Wednesday. I I
1: know what I know what the show is gonna sound like.
0: It's gonna sound well, worse, huh?
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Can you hear me now, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have all these knobs. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we won't have a
2: show on Wednesday after all. <laughs> and,
1: and the whole show of, can you hear me now? That's the name of the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, can you top this and can you hear me now?
1: <laughs> there you go. Hey, Oh, well, you guys, my goodness. We'll, and we'll let you go now. Aloha. Aloha, Ron. Aloha,
0: Ron. Some of our, family, me- some of our family members have a great sense of humor.
2: Everybody has a wonderful sense of humor. Anybody who stays with us has to have a wonderful <laughs> sense of humor. You can't be up at this hour unless you're ready to laugh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got I've got your questions. You want to do your questions? Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Um, I'll go past Maryland. We'll save that. So we've got your stump Walden, your brain teaser, presidential quote your presidential question... Your I, I pulled it. Um, sorry, Lucille Ball, James Craig. Do you know an actor yeah. by the name of
0: James? Yeah, a, really? character, a character actor, yeah. Nothing, nothing stands out, but I know the name.
2: Okay, he's the one she's hanging on to.
0: You know, little
2: little girl. <laughs> um, James Craig. Sir Cedric Hardwick yep. was in it. Dean Jagger, yep. I recognize that name. Peter yep. Whitney, do you nope. recognize
0: that? That's the new one on me.
2: Billy Gilbert?
0: Yes, I know the name.
2: Tom Tyler? No. And Antonio Marino. I don't,
0: I don't know that don't one either. So. Uh-huh.
2: so there she is, on the cover. Top billing, Valley of the Sun. Lucille Ball, 1942.
1: She was
2: a busy lady. Oh yeah. She was a busy lady. So if you would like the Lucille Ball, it will be nine dollars plus tax. It ends tomorrow. The auction ends tomorrow, so it might go up a little bit past nine dollars.
0: So.
2: It would probably come out to like twenty dollars. Right. You can have. A Lucille Ball cowboy poster, which doesn't really have a cowboy. I mean, there's no cowboy hat and there's no horse. You can't have a cowboy movie without a horse and a hat, especially. So somebody got robbed on that one. But I got to tell you,
0: would Patricia ever ever wear a cowboy hat? (laughs)
2: No, (laughs) I don't think so. Well, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. If hats were fashionable, I would gladly participate. I think hats are just really neat. Mm-hmm. They're, they're kind of, it's like jewelry. It just It's right. a finishing touch, mm-hmm. unless of course you get into these British animals that stick out beyond the car hood. Um, the Brits really know how to do hats.
0: Did you... Seriously. Speaking of jewelry, did you see the story about the engagement ring? And a football
2: no. player. Ooh, I heard something. No, he what was,
0: is He I? was a football player who played for Houston. uh uh-huh. He gave his girlfriend an engagement ring. Yeah. Ten carrots.
2: <laughs> you get lettuce with that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> v- <laughs> Value $787,000. Okay. And then broke, she broke off the engagement. So, and he give back the so, ring. So, he doesn't want to, so he's suing her for to get, get back the ring.
2: Well, I hope he has a lawyer who managed to mention that every time it's been tried, the girl got to keep the
0: ring. And they started to do research. Every state has, every state has different laws. Uh, oh,
2: I hope he's in the right state.
0: <laughs> and I guess some states... The, the girl gets to keep it no matter what. In some states, the girl must return it, and others is up for grab.
2: Wow, I'm surprised at the must-return it. The states uh, and the cases that I have read about, and mm-hmm. certainly, I mean, it's it's not like I spend my time looking at who had to get back engagement rings, yeah. but they were considered gifts, and a gift you're not obligated to get back. Morally, it it, it it is the right thing to do, but... They weren't obligated because it was a gift.
0: Wait, ten It'll be a-
2: interesting to see how this plays out.
0: Wait, ten carat be pretty good size.
2: Ten carat? You'd need a wheelbarrow to get that one around. <laughs> Hello, there, You're on to you.
3: Yes, this Tradio? my, my sponsor, our <laughs> in Hardensburg. Uh, I got two sets of. Uh, I got two tires out uh, here. I'll, I'll sell for twenty-five dollars. Got a dining room set. I'll let go for fifty. Still- uh I got a lawnmower that's uh, got one wheel off. I- I'll let it go for twenty-five. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 uh, you can reach me at 738-3444. Uh,
0: uh, uh, are they still doing training radio? Do what? Are they still doing that format?
3: You got it right. They
0: are. That's- I've that's- never heard it. Oh. Where can I hear it? Oh, it's... I Tradio? It, yeah, local communities, the local small radio station, you can put up your own wants that I got or I need, and they give out the phone numbers. Oh, That's there brother. right there.
3: That, that you, you, there. I know of at least two stations that do Tradio, sometimes twice a day, uh-huh.
2: like that. Oh, my word. We're talking yeah. with Dan in Indiana, horse country,
0: and... <laughs> this is amazing. I mean, people really do this. They put their phone numbers oh, down. Yeah. Oh, my God. They write it down so somebody says, who, what was the person they look it up for? Oh, it was Henry, yeah, it was, it was his phone number.
2: Oh, my word. In this age not, of crazy have sold people.
0: You anything
3: on Tradio? There are two stations here that, that do radio um, in two different communities, and, and they'll have a list of sponsors, and they'll read off the sponsors, and you pick a sponsor, and, and you uh, call in, and you put up what you have for sale, and you give out your phone number, and, um, you yeah. know, they, they read a disclaimer, and they say, you know, we are not responsible for anything yep. that, that goes, you know, out over the airwaves, you know, we are not responsible for content. Or anything like that, but oh, it's popular.
0: Well, what to do now here, the local real estate agent will will be willing to put together an ad in the newspaper, and we'll have major garage sales. Like the community garage sale, but sponsored by the local real estate agent, and she'll put the ad in the paper form. And then that's where people, so I guess that's our version of
2: it. Well, I can deal with that. You don't have your own personal phone number
0: being broadcast over. Good grief. Boy, that's well, Dan, scary. have you ever bought anything on trading radio or sold anything?
3: I have not. Or not. I've never. But, you know, I remember years ago, we
2: had things.